Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Happy Thoughts, the podcast which aims to give you a deeper understanding of how the mind works and how our mental state may affect our physical health. With that being said, before we go on to talk about today's topic, stress, let's hear our question of the day. Today's question is, how do you guys manage your stress and what are some ways to ensure a balanced lifestyle? I personally often find myself stressed over a variety of things from deadlines and exams to you know, presentations and whatnot. However, if one of my part of my life is giving me too much stress, then I make sure to balance that out with another area such as listening to music or playing sports. Make sure to leave your responses to today's question on our Insta page, which is down in the description. But without further ado, let's get right into what stress is, why it's bad, the causes of stress, and how to deal with it. A psychologist would define stress as the process by which we perceive and respond to certain events or stresses that we view as challenging or threatening. In other words, it is how we react to any kind of threat. Stress starts with the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, or HPA axis for short, which is a series of interactions between the endocrine glands on the brain and on the kidney, which controls your body's reaction to stress. When your body feels stressed, your hypothalamus, a tiny region in your brain, signals your adrenal glands located on top of your kidneys to release a surge of hormones which include adrenaline and cortisol into the bloodstream. As these hormones are released, the liver is triggered to produce more blood sugar which gives you an energy kick and breathing becomes more rapid and the heartbeat and blood pressure rise. The threats that may cause us to become stressed can fall into three broad categories. Catastrophes such as wars, natural disasters and terrorist attacks, significant life changes such as moving, having a child, losing or getting a job, and finally everyday inconveniences such as traffic, missing a flight or arguing with siblings. Any of these threats can activate your sympathetic nervous system which is responsible for our flight or fight response. From this we can see that stress is actually a natural phenomenon and for short periods of time it can be useful. It makes you more active and alert and it can stimulate your immune system to heal wounds and fight diseases. This all happens due to the hormones we talked about earlier, adrenaline and cortisol. These hormones trigger the responses you need from your body when you are threatened. For example, when you're being chased by a bear, it makes you more alert and active and you can get out of that situation. But this is also why chronic stress and long durations of stress can be harmful. Many of your body's basic functions such as blood pressure, breathing, body temperature, digestion and heartbeat are in part regulated by the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system is made up of three parts. The sympathetic nervous system, which we talked about before, activates your flight or fight response. Your parasympathetic nervous system, which calms you down and your enteric nervous system, your brain and your gut essentially, which helps you regulate gastrointestinal functioning. This is why when you're being chased by a bear, for example, and you release a bunch of cortisol, your body wants to focus on sending blood to your muscles so that you can react better, which is a good thing, right? But really only for short amounts of time because it might do this by shutting down digestion or decreasing the amount of digestive secretions and so an anxious and stressed mind leads to an anxious and stressed gut. Essentially when you're stressed out, your nervous system is redirecting all of its energy sources to your muscles and brain and it pulls flow away from your other organs. This is why stress is an even bigger problem when it comes to things like heart disease. This is because it contributes to increased blood pressure, heart rate, and cholesterol levels in a number of different ways. One of the organs it may pull energy away from is the liver, which is responsible for removing the fat and cholesterol in your blood. 
So basically when you're stressed, the liver can't filter properly and that extra fat and cholesterol ends up circulating in your blood, which can settle around your heart. This was tested, of course, in a study monitored, uh, which monitored the blood cholesterol and clotting speed of 40 male tax accountants throughout the year. And it found that their cholesterol and clotting rates and thus risk of heart attacks increased dramatically during the weeks before tax day as they stressed out about finishing their work. Many types of studies have found that people characterized by their optimism, happiness, and love and positive feelings often live significantly longer than their grumpy counterparts. While researchers don't know exactly how chronic negative emotional states influence health, it may be a combination of lifestyle or behavioral factors like neglecting health, or social factors like the way depression can cause you to isolate yourself and thus prevent others from helping you out, or biological factors like increases in certain kinds of inflammatory proteins released by the immune system in response to stress and sadness. So while stress may not directly cause disease, over longer periods of time it may play a part in it. Not only that, but chronic stress increases the activity level of a number of different neural pathways in the amygdala, the part of your brain which controls fear. Along with that, it may affect your hippocampus, the part of your brain which aids in learning, memory, and stress control by deteriorating the electric signals in this region. This region also inhibits the HPA axis, which we mentioned earlier, and with this region deteriorating, so does your ability to control stress. This kind of stress may also make it easier to develop more serious illnesses, such as depression or Alzheimer's. That being said, there are plenty of ways to deal with stress. As I mentioned in the beginning, if one part of your life is generating stress, then it's important to balance that out with a relaxing activity. These activities can be anything you want, from exercising to listening to music to hanging out with friends. There are so many ways to relieve stress, you just have to pick what's best for you and make sure to in consistently incorporate this into your schedule so that you're not stressed for a long period of time. That's all I have for you guys today. Hope you learned a bit about what stress actually is and some of the long-term effects it can have and why it's so important to deal with stress as soon as possible. Don't forget to leave your responses to today's question on our Insta page and join us next time as we respond to some of your questions about how to deal with different situations. Remember, if you would like to submit a question, just DM us or reply to us on Insta. Our socials are in the description along with a few links on stress. That's it from me. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. And until next time, this is your host, Kamal signing off.